Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, yeah. Kenny Olson. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff planned for uh, today's Krabby Show, including a brand new segment called uh, Dawn on the Spot. What? Yeah, Where's we're going to ask a whole bunch of questions John! for Dawn. John! Uh, John has a cardiologist, and anybody who has a cardiologist knows uh, when they tell you the time and the date of of the appointment, you've got to be there. Yeah, you've got to go. Because the next opening is going to be six months down the road. Oh, I get it. Yeah, he's with his cardiologist today. Uh, But, Don, I briefly wanted to talk about something that occurred to me yesterday, and I spoke with you just for a few seconds about it off the air this morning about my idea uh, uh, for a brand new sitcom. Oh, that! A sitcom, and this is the working title. I I don't know if we're going to go with this, but uh, the working title is, Hi, I'm Ross. (laughs) And it's a sitcom about Ross Brendel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this occurred to me yesterday with the roommate. We were driving home, and... uh, she knows Ross too, and and his dad. And I, I think she's probably known Ross longer than Ross has known her. If you even remember the roommate, I'm not sure you do. I Ross. do. Yeah. Okay. I do. And Ross is uh, such a character uh, off the air that uh, don't you think he'd be the perfect star of a sitcom? You where wouldn't he have w- to do anything. Just no. follow him around. Play. Yeah. It would literally. He'd be playing himself. Yeah. And so what we're trying to come up with is I think it's just a sitcom about Ross's daily interactions with everybody. Absolutely. But I, I have no idea how old he is. He looks is he's one of those 13 or 30 people right, on right. on Reddit where you're like right. is he 13 or 30? Right. Um I I don't know why he has he acts like a 55-year-old man half the time. <laughs> yes. And yes. he's very mature. Um it's like a a grown man in a boy's body. <laughs> right. Who sometimes... It's great. Sometimes his governor uh, is not working, his internal governor, <laughs> and he says stuff that he probably shouldn't say. And I think that's kind of going to be... I love it. In, With in such my, confidence, too. Right. So I think it's going to be... Ross, and you have no input here, so you're just going to have to sit here. That's why I'm uh, sitting quietly. Uh, um it's going to be your daily interactions, but there's going to be a lot of you blurting things out about people when you don't know they can hear you, like they're behind uh, in an office or behind oh, a wall. Or, uh, but I, I was also thinking at the same time that we're listening to Ross, um, wouldn't it be fun if we could also hear his internal dialogue? <laughs> I think it's the same as what comes out. Yeah. <laughs> it I, is. He's very, he is so interesting. And, that, and then, I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, truly, like, he's fascinating. And so, um, and uh, you've made many references to your lack of uh, of a girlfriend. And I don't know if you've done it on or off the air, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever you're into. I don't care. Probably um, both. Okay, no, that's not, fine. No, 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 sorry. <laughs> Let that, me clarify that. Well, see, part. now that, no, 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 uh, no, wait, wait, Ross. That's actually a good idea because the joke about that is bisexuals always have a date on Friday night because, you know, they have more opportunities, except our friend Ross. So that would be good. But, see, we don't want you to play a character. We want you to play you. So if you're not bi, it's not going to work. Got it, yeah. Um, I'm not going to be able to clarify that comment. No, I I get it. You meant (laughs) off the air and on the air. Thanks, Don. (laughs) Oh, oh, is that what you meant? Yes. Oh, I thought he meant love interest wise. (laughs) (laughs) I took that down the wrong road. So so are they going to be failed dates? Are we ever going to see the dates? Are we going to go along to to the dates? That's the second season. Let's just follow them around for the first one. So then we need sets um, where the set's going to be work, home, a bar, a press box, wherever he goes. You don't need sets. Just go wherever he goes. This so it's sounds, just, is this a reality show? Yes. Is it? Okay. It's the most real reality show you're going to get. Are and we people going? People absolutely love him. 
Are we going to do interviews um, a la The Office where the supporting characters talk to the camera? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like a it, mockumentary, except it's real. And we can't have too many supporting roles because it gets confusing. So we need like, what, five more act? I mean, how many supporting roles can a sitcom support? Well, we have to have a parent. Yeah. Uh, Papa Jeff. Okay. Yep. I got a couple of good friends who listen to me rant and rave, either via text or Snapchat. Okay, a friend, one friend. Yeah. Who do you deal with the most here at work? Oh, my gosh. Don't say Reavers, because we don't want Reavers in this. Reavers is too busy. You know, this will sound both good and bad. I actually think it's probably Big Boss Man. Yeah. Dan? It's probably Dan. Oh, he's great. Hey, Ross, let me run something by you. Oh, Oh, my God, yes. yes. Absolutely. He'd be a great character. And again, he doesn't have to act. He can just play himself. Yeah. Um, um, Who else, Ross? I mean, you need a woman. And I was a theater major, so I'll do it. I'm volunteering myself. Do you guys have a lot of interaction during the day? We could if I was on a sitcom (laughs) with him. (laughs) <laughs> we could if we weren't in two side two separate yeah. sides of the building right now. Yeah, I have a couple of uh, uh, friends that are girls. Where if friend zone was a town, I would be the mayor. <laughs> okay, okay, so this is great because this it. we can go. Yeah, this is what the roommate came up with last night. Every single date you go on, they end up being good friends. Oh, it's boy that <laughs> that couldn't hit more home than. And you just said. Oh, my gosh. The Reavers playing town ball. Well, well Ross, maybe you should give uh, the whole buy thing uh, a run. I, I, you know, why, why not open yeah. up some more opportunities? I think it's the same thing that I said about the polyamorous relationships. That just offends me. It's like, oh, so you're so gorgeous. You can, you can pick from both sides. Oh, right. You know. Okay. I and I, honestly, I'm just joking. I have nothing against anybody who is. In our idea where the um, the supporting roles talk to the camera in interviews, do we have Ross do that too? Yes. Okay. I mean, he's like he's going to be like David Brent from The Office. Right. I just want to know what Don's saying into the camera. That's already what's intriguing <laughs> me the most. <laughs> uh, theme song. Ross has got a horrible, horrible taste. He's just awful with the he music. He sings it. He's going to sing the theme song. <laughs> what is it going to be? <laughs> I don't know. I'll write some lyrics. We'll get Rocco on it from uh, my talk. He'll do it in 15 minutes. It'll be Ross? some super peppy, campy '80s theme okay, type stuff. Okay, got it. You're Show laughing. Me smile again. Show me that smile. I think this could actually work. I think we should put some stuff down on paper. And I've it... proposed to my talk, Big Boss, that uh, the next project down in dirty should be me, like doing The Bachelor. Oh my God! Please. <laughs> oh, that is good. Oh, that is good. good. Yeah. Then we don't have to do a lot. I don't know uh, what we would do. That's why you want it. Yes. (laughs) How does that work, though? Does The Bachelor pick his date, or do they pick him? They bring in a group of women that he doesn't know. Okay. And then they, they, he dates all of them. You know, we should put a, and then he picks one, right? Yeah. can we well, do this like Brett Michaels Rock of Love style yeah, though, where better, I, I yeah. could just well, actually, no, that's what they all do. They make out with everybody and go, ah, I like that one better. Yeah. See, I think we should put the spin on it. Should be one of them has to pick you. So even if one of them what has if to, he well, doesn't like her? well, great, that's that'll too be a, bad. <laughs> he's desperate. He'll go out. He'll, he'll oh take anything. God. That'll yeah. end sadly when none of them do. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, I, I don't know. Um, it, it still requires a little more thought, but I think it could be a big hit because, oh, Ross, oops, you are a walking sitcom. You really are. <laughs> you are. My uh, sisters and other people have noticed it, too. I don't know if I do this because I like the show or if it was already just in me or over time it's just infiltrated my brain. At times I go off like Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Or something will happen and I'll be like, uh, what do you why mean? is this coffee pot never working? What do you mean, at times? <laughs> That's you all the time, Ross. Oh, God, yes. Um, oh. uh, what was I going to ask? Um, I don't remember now. Why hmm. are we starting the show late? Yeah. Um, what is the deal with podcasts? You're not yeah. sitting in a pod casting anything. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's like a Mitch Hedberg joke right there. No, but I really think it should be a lot of it should be you sticking your foot in your mouth accidentally or getting busted doing something that you shouldn't be. No, no, nothing criminal. Does or, he ever do that? Does he get put his foot in his mouth? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, he yeah. seems yeah. like somebody that can yeah. say anything and get away with it. Oh, I remember Ross is a very, very loud talker. Oh, insanely even, loud. And even when Ross is whispering, the whole building can hear yeah. him. So he has no secrets. Like somebody couldn't call up. Like if he did have a girlfriend, she couldn't call up and say naughty things to him because he'd be, oh, my God, really? Oh, that is so hot. I'm so turned on right now. And that would be his whisper. You know, the happiest people in the building right now is everybody associated with my talk because that's where my office is now in yeah. that corner yeah. yeah and we all got booted and dispersed to different areas of the building mm-hmm. for, for the remodeling for yeah. the remodeling yeah, yeah. which yeah. allegedly will take 30 days <laughs> we'll, oh i thought it was we'll, three months we'll see about they it said yeah. it'll yeah it'll be 90 days <laughs> yeah. uh ross do you know who complained the most about you i did hear this and even it made a lot of us laugh because i i believe it came from the three to six show on my talk <laughs> Who, when I was working in AM down the hall in, in an office, I could hear them doing show prep, and it's about thirty yards away. Oh yeah. The, the story was told to me that one complained more than the other, and the other said, "Well, we're the loudest. Who, who are who are we to say that we're the loudest people in here?" Or something, okay. or something At like least that. They acknowledge that. <laughs> I can tell you this from sitting near them. I know more yeah. or have been retaught more about the female anatomy and things oh. that women go through more than any other male who is in right. their mid-30s. Uh, have you seen um, Julia Topless yet? No, I have not. You will. You will eventually. Do we know, Don? can you report, does, does Julia know my name? Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, because sure she doesn't. Just Sweet, like everybody sweetheart. else. Yeah, I get, uh, hey, honey, you. Hey, you. Honey, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she says that to me still sometimes. <laughs> All right. Here's what happened yesterday. Uh, I was worried yesterday that we didn't have anything done. And I, I as, as you know, I'm not that into this show. Um, so I sent out a tweet. And this is the oldest bit in When you radio. say I'm not really into that this show, you mean the show we're on? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd rather not do it. Really? Yeah. I, it's I the most fun I have all week. Really? Yeah. It was for me until the start of the show. <laughs> so what I did is an age-old uh, an age-old bit that it's pretty tired, but I did it anyway. Uh, here's a tweet I sent out, uh, sent out on the Krabby account. Another Krabby show coming tomorrow, and we have no idea what to chat about. <laughs> Anybody have any questions for the hosts? Oh, you know? gosh. Yeah. Uh, and as it turns out, nobody has any questions for Kenny, but everybody has questions for Don McLean. Why? Uh, because, like like uh, Donna says, dealing with you is like peeling layers off an onion. Oh, no. There's always a story or something shocking and surprising that we haven't learned that we're just stunned by when you finally tell us. <laughs> Uh, so some of the questions I actually wrote down, and um, this is actually a really good question. It comes from Josh. What is the best or worst concert you've attended? And my spin on that is, what is the worst concert that you thought was going to be really good, but it just sucked? Do you remember any anything like that? Okay. Um, well, it's a toss-up. Definitely the first one that comes to mind is 50 Cent, whenever he was really big and you know, uh, he came to Springfield, Missouri, performed at the Shrine Mosque. It's a big, you know, theater that used to be a, you know, it's the Shriners. They, oh. they run it. Oh, oh okay. Like a Shriners. Masonic Lodge. Yeah. Sure, sure. But it has a big stage. Um, he, he showed up like three hours late. He was very last. And he had like, mm, I'm not kidding when I say like 15 to 20 opening acts. Oh. And then he was up there for 15 minutes. Oh. And he didn't come on until after midnight. Oh. And people were really, really mad. Was he good? Was it good? No. It didn't matter at that, at point. that point. We were we would st- stuck around just to boo him. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I was even working at a station at the time. So, you know. Um, and oh, that, did you have? Did you give away tickets? Oh, what? yeah. It was oh, like so all of our was... listeners. I used to work at a oh. hip-hop station, believe it or not, oh, for most great. of my time in radio, music yeah. radio. 
Yeah. Um, and then I would say, okay, Ozzy, when I was with the Ozfest tour. Yeah. Ozzy, even 22 years ago, because that's how long it's been. I counted today. Yeah. He still needed, he needed a teleprompter for right. his songs. Yep. And he wasn't good. And it was no. like, everyone was like, oh, no, this is bad. Yeah. Everywhere. Like, the audience. And I, I think he's a delightful person. Like, he I is. really like the family. I think they run a great business. Yeah. But dude needs to hang it up. And he yeah. just had surgery. Yeah. And he says, going to get back on tour. Yeah. It's like, don't do it. Yeah, no, Please. he should. I was at one of those OzFest shows that we've determined you were also there. It was in the yeah. Metrodome. Uh, and he should, and like you said, 22 years ago, he shouldn't have been on that night. That's right. Uh, I thought all of his supporting acts were fun, though, and uh, sure. interesting. Uh, one was uh, Marilyn Manson, if I remember right. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and those, his fans were pretty creepy and gross. And wasn't and Rob so was Zom- he. Was Rob Zombie also there? Uh-huh. Yeah, and I remember liking Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. Was the band White Zombie? Is that what it was? Or was it something zombie? Or I don't remember. Yeah, white zombie. Yeah, but I remember being surprised because I thought he was going to be a joke. Um, but it was I, I actually enjoyed it. He's a and that, hard worker. Yeah, he is. He's and not I, lazy. He no, you know, shows heard, up on time. Yep, I've heard that about him. Uh, and, and there is actually a question here. The craziest thing you were involved with or witnessed during your uh, days on – you worked for Gatorade, right? Yeah. Yeah, during that Ozfest tour where you worked for Gatorade. Oh no no no, those were two separate things. Oh, when they I were. worked on the Ozfest tour, I worked for Sega Dreamcast, which okay. is a video game yes. company that they no longer Sega, of course, but they no longer Sega. have the Dreamcast. Right. But it was the hot new console at the time, and I we had a Mack truck that our event marketing company tricked out, and then you open it up, and it's a stage. Right. On the sides of it. and then, It was a, a dock truck, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so people would, um, people would come up and play Sega Dreamcast, and then the top scores, they got to play band members. Oh. So band members would come out and play against them, and it was like, oh, my gosh, the biggest moment of their life, you know? So did you have all access then? Yeah. So did you see anything super uh, crazy or um, you yeah. know, anything you can talk about? <laughs> we want the sultry stuff okay. done. So this has nothing to do with Gatorade. That was a totally separate gig, okay? Let's make that clear. Uh-huh, yeah, same company. Yeah, but anyway. Um, so, uh, all right. There was... <laughs> okay, so Don... You can use fake names if you Wait, need. Let me give I'm not going to use names. Let me give you, here's what I'm going for, and you might be headed the same direction. Okay. In the 70s, there was a group of gals called the Plaster Casters. Yeah. Do you know about them? Yeah. And they would go around and take casts and make yeah. fake um, swimsuit areas from famous musicians. Right. And so, and then there was a lot of, really big fans of the band, female fans. Sure. That would, um, you know, um, try to, you know, make the band members... No, that was in every... Feel comfortable, so to speak. (laughs) That was in every every stop. There are those. So... And they, most of the bands participated. Out in the open? No, but I did see some things that were like, oh, no... Yeah, uh, there's some pretty talented ladies yeah. out there. One of them, I'll tell you this. Yeah. Okay. Um, she. Let's go back to her swimsuit area. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She would. She took a sharpie, and yeah. then she, you know, drew arrows. No, she. I mean, she had the sharpie. In, oh. the, in the swimsuit area, oh, and she, she could used... hover above somebody's stomach or chest and write her oh, name. That's very talented. Yeah. Wow. Le- legible. Yeah. Like she could, so she could like sign a check. Yeah, and there are there's somebody who is in the Osborne family who also attempted it. 
How come those people <laughs> like don't say which one? Yeah, that's well, it's pretty easy to figure out. Well, no, maybe not because of the year. When will oh. those people ever show up on America's Got Talent? That's the exactly. stuff I want to see. And that's then a it's funny. There was trick. I was introduced to somebody, which was like so casual. You know, there's like porn stars and stuff that show up. Yeah. And just like, oh, she won this competition. Uh, I wonder if I can say this. Well, we'll just cut it out if you can't. So okay. You might as well just say oh, it. this is Christy. She won Suckfest 1999. <laughs> It's a festival. Oh, they make, is it like a whole three-day weekend? It was just with line up. Preliminaries? It was just line up and like, how many can you do? To? The it, bands. It, yeah, in under, I mean, do we do we put a stopwatch on it? Well, I wasn't there and I didn't ask questions. Okay. But wow. um, I've also seen people casually talking to me on a tour bus while Things are being serviced, oh, <laughs> and I'm just geez. having a conversation, you know. And you're like, "Well, whatever." I mean, you know, your life is changed when that becomes normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm guessing the first time you see it, you're like, uh, "Okay," but then after you've seen it, I mean, how many times do you have to see it for it to become normal? A couple times. I'd say five. Yeah, five times. Then you don't even have to bother like knocking on the door. You just walk in and say, "Hey, uh, Mick, how you doing?" Yeah, eh, I'm all right. You I know? mean, but there are other people sitting next to that person. It's not yeah. like it's just the three of us. <laughs> right? No. Yeah, it's there's like a crowd eighteen there. people. Right. That are just all chatting and having beers or whatever. While one of them, or more than one of them, is yeah. Yeah. At the time, it was just one. Yeah. Did you guys ever watch Dawn's Life Here to a degree? Reminds me of uh, The Dirt on Netflix on Motley Crue. Did you guys ever watch that? <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't ever watch it, but yeah. I've never actually met them or anything. You don't really need to I mean, watch it to Lee. know what the movie is talking about. It's yeah. basically talking about their rise to fame and everything that went on in the but glory days. Doesn't that take all the mystery out of it to where it's it's just as Boring as I don't know, eating a plate of scrambled scrambled eggs. You know what I mean? Are you when talking about sex in general? Y- yeah, backstage sex and sex with strangers. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess they just want to get it out of their system. I just they're like, I'm a rock star right now, and I can, you know. Were you generally more surprised when you came across somebody who was normal? Yeah. Or did you never come uh-huh. across somebody? No, no, who was no. I did. There's a, a quote yeah. unquote normal. I mean, it's like there are a couple of bands who didn't cheat on their girlfriends or wives. And that would be the band Incubus. I've heard Those of guys them. are very, very good guys, and they're just awesome. And um, did you ever and then meet Taproot, another band? That, don't know them. Okay. Did you ever meet uh, Rage Against the Machine? Those guys. No. I've always wondered what they were like I off do the too. air. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but uh, like Lil Kim stopped by one time on normal. One of the... She normal. Yeah. Didn't, didn't she light somebody on fire? Or am I thinking of somebody <laughs> oh, else? Oh, I don't know. Um, she had a song she did with Tommy Lee, I think, and that's why she was popped in on the tour. Okay. Um, what was your very first job in life? I worked at a place where I was sexually harassed. <laughs> that was that was the job. It's called I, Sexual Harassment <laughs> Restaurant. I, I'm guess I'm guessing it didn't pay very well. Uh, no. So I my very first job was a breakfast place that's sort of like a Perkins. I'll just say that it's in Springfield. It's family owned, and um, yeah, you just I would be there like at five a.m. Um, and is he, I'm guessing it's the owner or one of the managers or bosses and a male, and he's what is he touching? Is he grabbing ass? There were two owners. Brushing up against your bosoms by accident? No. um, So they had two brothers that owned these breakfast places. And I hope that someone from Springfield, Missouri is listening to this. My mother is. She knows all of these stories. So um, two brothers that owned the restaurants. Their sons were cooks. Their sons had very bad behavior. And they... Oh, actually, one of the owners when I was in the walk-in freezer, would turn off the lights and chase me through oh, it. Oh, God. And I'm like, what? no. I mean, I'm, you know, 18 or whatever. I just graduated high school. I have a baby. 
that's like I'm trying to support. Let's right. go slash their tires. Right. And you then their this son, is, th- this guy, I mean, the son, the cook, his wife was pregnant and he was constantly making comments to me. And he, he oh. came up behind me when I was cutting up fruit one morning and just got up behind me and like grabbed the front of me, hugged me from behind, grabbed all my part. I'm like, you are not allowed. Like, I was so scared. Oh, and then they had another cook who was an ex-con. He even had an ankle bracelet on. Oh, jeez. And he would come back to the break room, which was only one little booth, a two-person booth that they shoved back there. And he would just stare at me while I ate. And he'd go, I love the way you put your lips around that sandwich oh, and stuff. It God. was like a nightmare. Oh, it was It was really bad. And I didn't know any better. I'm like, well, this is what it means to work. And I have to work. Oh, that's so, so sad. Oops, young, sorry. Uh, young ladies, do not. No. Uh-uh. Don't. No. No. Uh, and then this cook. Kick them in the balls. The don't let that, this happen. The cook that lost the tip. Uh, well, the cook that grabbed me and stuff and would always make sexual comments. He um, got mad because I told him that day, like, do not touch me. You are not allowed to touch me. And you have a pregnant wife. I reminded him. Well, he was so mad that all morning, it was a busy Sunday morning, the church crowd, you know, he kept losing my tickets. And one family in particular uh, tried to get me fired because their food never came out. And I'm like, where is this? It's been an hour. It's a family of like seven. Um, And... uh, so then he's like, oh, here it is. It fell behind the grill. And so then they came in and complained about me and tried to get me fired. Wow. And it would have been great if I could have complained to the manager, but she was sleeping with one of the owners. Oh, jeez. And, and I, my suspicion is, and I'm probably 100% true, that this isn't a rare occurrence. No. Every happened. job I've been at, it seems like something's happened. Wow. I mean, this one... I've had some comments made to me. That person doesn't work here anymore, so that's fine. Good. But, uh, you know, it's just like, ugh. Is this restaurant still in business? I'm sure. Yeah. We had a bunch of them. They have like four or five. No, I'm not going to tell that story. Um, No, I'm not going to. But it was somebody at work that was being harassed, and uh, somebody told me about it and seeking advice. And uh, they didn't get the story even finished when I was I was stomping down the hall to the manager's office. I, yeah, and we took care of that right away. As well, for you. second I heard about it, you, it was because it pissed me off so much. And the person that was being harassed is so awesome and such. She was such a hard worker and so brilliant, and and really busting her ass for the station. And she was being harassed by a moron. And it's like no, 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 no. We're it's not actually so commonplace that you don't even say anything like you don't report it because i mean back in the day until the me too movement then everybody started talking about it but it's just like too much trouble you're like yeah yeah i just put up with this like you just put up with it like you you think you it's like unconsciously wow you just go well this is what happens you know i don't know Anyway, now this went to a sad place. What are some other questions that are what <laughs> would more your, fun? <laughs> what would your occupation be if you weren't in radio? Or uh, I added on, in, instead of that, like, you know, working in an office, what is your dream job? And I think I know the answer, so. I want a paranormal TV show where I travel the world that and be a paranormal what investigator. What did you think? Well, uh, an actor. Oh, yeah. But see, that time has passed for me. I mean, let's be real here. Why? Because I would have had, uh, let's be practical. I don't have my foot in the door anywhere to even begin. You have to like start out at but, age 15 okay. in Hollywood. Okay. But you have the chops. You can do it. But that doesn't mean anything. It's who you know. It's, you know. I know right. it's the it's just... exception to the rule, but I worked with uh, a lady in town here at mm-hmm. another radio station. And when she uh, lost her job and had a dramatic family change, probably right around... I don't know, 40, 50, she did it. And she's now showing up in, uh, she was on uh, Modern Family as a role player. She has had a Hallmark Christmas movie that she's been in. So I get it. It's the exception to the rule. But it does happen. Yeah. All right. (laughs) When Um, would I have time? Long story short, I want you in, hey, it's Ross. (laughs) 
<laughs> Good. I want to be on. Hey, no, it's, uh, it's uh, hi. I'm Ross. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you've met a lot of people, and that's one of the things that's always surprised me. I'll be talking about somebody, and we go, "Oh yeah, uh, when I, I know, met this, him." It's probably blah, annoying. Blah, blah, blah. No, it's not. It's really interesting, and that's where this question comes from. Who is the most disappointing celebrity or musician you've uh, met? Yeah. Okay, so there was a guy who won American Idol. I don't remember which season, and his name is Lee DeWise. And he was the biggest jerk ever. Yeah. On the air with me, he actually just refused to answer questions. And there was another guy with him who was on the American Idol tour. Um, and, uh, he would just, he just would start reading a magazine. He'd be like, well, so anyway. Blah, wow. Blah, 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 really? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he was really super rude. And then mini me was really rude too. Oh, yeah, I've I know heard he's that. Past, Vern yeah. Troyer. Um, I I've was, gonna, we him. were going to interview him. He was there for like an automotive show. You know how automotive shows will bring in a, yeah. um, a B list, yeah. D list celebrity to, you know, everybody goes to get autographs. Um, he, on my computer, I was researching him. I just wanted to know more about him. And there happened to be some photos on there. And one of them was with his ex-wife, who was an average size person and blonde, beautiful. And they had a terrible breakup and he hated her. And he walked in and he was like, looked up. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. He saw her. And he goes... I am not doing this interview. If you don't immediately take that off your computer, I will not talk about her. And I like just like do. Well, hello, my name is Dawn. And I was just trying to learn more about you couldn't know. And then he left the studio and then he was like on his handler's shoulders. What? What? God. And I what? just couldn't handle that. Like and then piggy, they set him like on the piggy, counter. Like piggyback? <laughs> like they set him up on the counter to talk to us. And it was hard to not like feel a vase. weird. <laughs> yeah. It was hard. To, and I thought, you're a jerk. I don't even care. We'll talk about this in 15 years on a podcast. I'm sorry he's passed away. I shouldn't say that. But he wasn't a very nice guy no, at the time. he sounds like a half-pint jackass. Yeah. In that case, the handler... Was literally a handler. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, like we, we jokingly throw that term around in this Nobody business. Nobody was handling him. He would pick him up and move him about. Wow. I guess, okay. All right. Uh, who would you not want to meet, celebrity or famous wise, because you know you would lose your S? Oh, because I would be so out yeah, of my mind. Yeah, you'd go fangirl on, on, on the person. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, uh, gosh, Chris Cornell's passed away. Um, okay. I mean, Eddie Vedder, because Pearl Jam's my favorite band. Oh, he's I'd so probably, laid. He's so laid I back. know, but I think I wouldn't be able to, I would probably have a heart attack. Oh, I know many people that have run into him. He spent a lot of time in town here. And what? Every, yeah, everybody says the same thing. Oh, he's just, he's just another guy. He's really cool, very laid back, and not, not... Not an ego at all. Very yeah. unassuming. Yeah. I really like Daniel Day-Lewis, too. Just as an actor, I would have a really hard time talking to him. I he think was he's so brilliant. I just so my mind. as Abraham Lincoln. Oh, everything Lincoln. he did. So I, good. He's, he is the greatest actor of our time. I'm sorry. If you disagree with me, you're not going to win. So, <laughs> so if he walked in the room, you'd lose it. I might crawl under the table. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wouldn't know what to do. I might just pass out or put my head on his lap. I'm not sure. <laughs> Have you ever worked with or known anybody that was so good looking that you couldn't face that person? Oh, did somebody ask that? Uh, I'm asking it for me because I had this experience with a sales gal we used to have. Oh, my God. How funny. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if anybody else has had this problem. Um, Let's see. I don't know if you guys know this, but when Dawn comes in here, she puts up a screen so she can't look at me, but <laughs> I, think, I think that's for a different reason. I think. Um, gosh, I don't know because I, I haven't. No, I don't think so. 
All right. I mean, I just kind of turn that part off whenever I'm not to be like the virtue right. saint over here, but you right. just kind of like if you have like a radio partner like your co-host, you can't yeah. like start to have feelings for them or anything because no, that's not going to no, work. No, no, no. You know no, what no. I mean? No, it can't be. No, it's it's. For me, it was a salesperson who. I finally realized, well, I can't talk to this person. I can't have a normal conversation with this person um, because the words j- just don't come out right. Oh, my gosh, Kenny. And, and, yeah, and it finally it got to the point where if I saw her in the hallway, I would turn and go the other way. Now, or, is this something that you would not want your roommate to know? Or Oh, I don't care. Oh, uh, no, she doesn't she, care? Yeah, no, I don't she's care. She's the coolest chick ever. I've never met her, but she seems to yeah, be really cool. Yeah, she's very, very I'm too back. jealous. I'd be yeah. like, What? Oh, no, no, she's, no. Uh, as a matter of fact, when we used to go to bars together, we'd walk in um, a bar and then go our separate ways and greet all of our boyfriends and girlfriends and oh, et cetera, Lord. et cetera, and then uh, eventually end up back together again. Right? Oh, yeah. God. No. Oh, that's no. good. Good on you. As I mean, a matter of hey. fact, I think more people, when we were living there and we were young and going out a lot, we were um, wannabe hipsters. I'm pretty sure more people know and recognize her than they do me uh, because she had a prominent bartending job in a really big music okay. club. Yeah. Mm, so okay, she, right, right, right. Uh, and then my last question for you, um, ever had any wardrobe malfunctions on stage or in front of the public, anything super awful, embarrassing? <laughs> Even if private parts weren't revealed, uh, just... Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah. Because you've been in a lot of plays, and yeah. I'm guessing at one point something had to go wrong. Um, sure, yes. Um, so I was in the play Cabaret, which yep. is, you know, yep. yeah. it's Liza Minnelli was in it. She played the lead role, if you've ever seen the movie. Kicking and dancing and singing. Yeah, and, yeah, and we're all yeah. in, in lingerie because yep. we're the Kit Kat girls. And yeah, it's a, yeah. about a club in Germany during World War II. It's actually a very interesting story. I yeah, love it is. being in that play, even though... I didn't have a main role. I was still, I was in the chorus, but it was like so fun. Um, And I was, we were doing this dance on chairs, like this exotic type dance. That's when you tell your dad, don't come to this one, okay? (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) that one in the vagina monologues, when I was in that, I was like, you don't need to see this. Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, we're talking about As a dad, I wouldn't want to go either. You know what? Just as me, I wouldn't want to go. (laughs) Right, right. So anyway, um, we were doing this, this dance, and we all have like chairs, and we're dancing over and around acrobatically in our teddies. And, um... The stage was also rotating, and then um, there was a part where two pieces would come apart and separate, and then the crew would move that part of the stage off. Sure. And I fell off the back, and I fell on my shin, like on the side, like owie, owie. I'm in a teddy, and I, bam, like hit my... I still have a lump on my leg from it, and it... And I'm in a <laughs> so I'm on the ground, like, you know, <laughs> suffering. Like, I limped off stage, but I can't even imagine. I'm sure something came out during that. You know, something must have popped out. I don't know. Were I mean, you doing your best, Tanya Harding? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why? Did you, yeah. Did you swear or, or go, no, ah? No, I actually... Um, I didn't. It wasn't where it was rotating towards the front of the audience. So luckily, I was in the back at the time, yeah. and so I could just limp. Stage. <laughs> it was it was so painful. Oh my gosh. Oh, and then well, no, that's not a that's just an unfortunate. I was doing Peter Pan, and I played Tiger Lily, but I was also the understudy for Peter Pan. So Peter Pan got sick. Oh. And I had to be up in the flies and fly around. Oh. Now I um. I'd done it before because I've been the Wicked Witch several times, so it wasn't like, okay, I don't know how to be in this thing. But the dude who was doing the flies that night, controlling the ropes, because there's somebody that does the back and forth, and then there's people that do the side, up and down. He was drunk, and he he flew me into the wall. I mean... You know, and I'm singing, I'm flying, you know, and it's like, I can play the wall. Bam. I am not flying. (laughs) And I could not, like, it didn't hurt, but I was laughing. (laughs) It was like, and then there's a part where I'm supposed to, it's kind of a tricky thing for them to do. 
<laughs> which is I have to come through the bedroom window and land right. in the middle. So they have to strategically How do, they do that. Yeah. Um, you're up, and then they have to. Basically, I mean, it takes a lot of coordination between four people to make yeah. it happen. And this guy was drunk, and he was <laughs> filling in for somebody. Now, he used to donate a lot of money to the theater, so they let him do it. Oh, like, he sure. wanted to run the flies. And they're like, well, you know, we got yeah. Rick here. Yeah, and we he, got, yeah. You know, he had done it before, but he had also been drinking. So <laughs> I did not make it through the... <laughs> 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 I mean, like, first it was, like... It was my feet, thank God it wasn't my head that hit the top, but my feet. And then I went forward, you know. <laughs> it's just kind of an illusion that there's a top of a window there, but yeah. And then so it was, it's it was really like open I tripped through it. the window. Oh, yeah. wow. Uh, so that was, and then you land and you're like, I don't know what my lines are. These <laughs> aren't even my lines. This is awful. You know, and just, you know, my friends aren't helping because they're laughing backstage. Yeah, yeah, like, no, they're I mean, like, like yeah. I just need Let's to get through this. Let's see where this goes. Yeah. yeah, I just need to get through this one. And, um, yeah, so that was probably the most interesting. No, there oh. were no wardrobe malfunctions, but. Oh, that's better. That's yeah. way better. And they had to spend a lot of time backstage as Peter Pan strapping me down, my boobs down. Because oh, I bet. I'm not. Oh, right. Flat-chested woman. And so they had to do like what drag kings do, which is like take ace bandage tape and just wrap and just like. That's got to hurt. It's not really comfortable. You feel like you can't move your upper torso. So not only am I tripping through the window, (laughs) I don't know where am I. It's not my normal body. Uh, Did the crowd think it was funny when you come out for act two and you have like bandages on your head because you were hitting the wall? Uh, So the audience knew that I was understudying and clearly I don't think I missed any lines. There is a song that was kind of hard for me to sing because it's really up and it's really takes a lot of uh, vocal skill. And so I was nervous anyway and I didn't mess it up that much, but I was super nervous. I was sweating it. But all the things with the like not... Like, they let the audience know Don McLean's going to be filling in for so-and-so, and, you know, she usually does the role of Tiger Lily, and we'll have this person replacing her. And we also have new people running the flies. So this should be interesting. That's what the director <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah, and so get ready for a fun ride. And here's yeah. Peter Pan. Wow. So he kind of set him up ahead of time. Yeah. Have you ever sang the national anthem before a, an event? I have. How'd that go? Terrible. Yeah, how does it not go terrible? It's the every, worst. Every time I hear a perfect rendition, I'm like, well, that's a miracle. That's an absolute miracle that you can pull that song off. Um, so the I've done it twice, forced. Yeah. Like at the, um, there is a, the okay, you, Ross is the sports guy. Yeah. So when you are in the major leagues, is it double A AA or triple A that's right below you? Triple A. Okay, yep. so tr- there are triple A, the Cardinals... The St. Louis Cardinals AAA team is in Springfield, where I'm from. So I sang for the Cardinals AAA team, the Springfield Cardinals. And yeah. it's because um, the person got sick and couldn't show up. And then there was supposed to be a backup, but she wasn't there because she didn't know. And so they had me go out. And it's not that I can't do it. It's just that you know from the very first note whether yes. you're screwed. Yeah. 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 Because it's it just goes up from there, and if you start it too high, you're like, "Oh my god!" And the yeah. whole time you're singing, you're like, "Oh no!" Yeah. So no, as no. you're singing, you're approaching that area in the song where you go really, really, really high, and uh-huh. you know ahead of time, I got no shot. Right, because I have a break in my voice. Everybody has a break in their voice where it goes from their chest voice to their head voice. Yeah. Like Lady Gaga False. can belt. Yeah really high and that's a skill that's why we love her so much she can hit those notes before her break yeah. my break is at a certain place which has gotten lower and lower throughout yeah. the years turning more alto All yeah. right exactly <laughs> yeah. so i knew that i wasn't going to be able to make it work let's just yeah. say that yeah. so the next time i did it it was better it was forced but i started lower i wish i had a pitch pipe on me i need that's a pitch pipe I... in my pocket everywhere i go i'm I still confused by pitch pipes Oh, no, sorry, they just Danny. have all the different keys on them, and they're usually they're round. Yeah, uh, mine is thing. anyway. Yeah, and if people actually knew how difficult the anthem was, I don't think anybody would mind you hitting your starting note on a pitch pipe before you started because it's really hard. It is hard. It is. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. So I will never do it again, no matter how much people oh. beg me. Sorry, sorry, oh. America. Oh. I don't. I can't. I wouldn't be able to do it now. Catman Fest doesn't start with the national anthem. Fest. Oh, oh no. Oh, so it would be a situation oh. where people would think I was joking. That's how bad I think it would be. Oh, I haven't done like it in Roseanne so Barr. long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I haven't done it in wanna, a very long time. You don't want to do that. Uh, DK Mags is a full service firearms store in New Brighton and on the web at dkmags.com. Uh, everybody knows the responsible gun owners among us always lock up their firearms and DK Mags has a variety. Actually, all varieties of locks to keep those things safe and inaccessible or inoperable to those who shouldn't be touching them. DK Mags will buy your unwanted firearms, both from individuals and estates, so keep that in mind if you're thinking about thinning the collection. Uh, And DK Mags also, along those same lines, offers storage options for firearms if you need to get them out of the house or, or somebody else's house. That's just fine. DK Mags 443 Old 8 in New Brighton. They have a wonderful staff, a great selection, really good prices. And they also have another location up in Monticello, Monticello Pond and Gun, electronics, tools, uh, crazy, unusual, all the fun stuff that you'd find at a pawn shop. And they're also hiring, so stop in or fill out an application. You'll find them at 1219 Highway 25 in South Minneapolis, uh, excuse me, in uh, Monticello. I was about to say South Minneapolis. Um have you seen the new Elvis bio thing? No, I haven't. Hanks? How are you with biopics in general? Do you do you like them? Do you uh, uh, let me set it up by saying I haven't. Uh, Queen was one of my favorite bands of all time, and I, I really, truly, honestly think Freddie Mercury was just a genius. Uh, it's just mm-hmm. a songwriter, a musician, and especially as a performer. I have not seen the movie about him, and I cannot even begin to accept. Is it Adam Lambert? Adam Lambert wasn't in the movie. No, but, but he's but the new he's, front man. Or, and yeah. He is unbelievable. He is I, so I, good, I, you have Don, no idea. Don, I can't do it. I can't. You know what? The people I was with, I, they didn't want to accept it either, but we were at the live show, and they were in awe. By the end of it, they were like, I can't believe They were standing up. They couldn't believe it. But it's not Freddie. It's not Freddie, but you have no idea how good Adam Lambert is. He's actually, I hate to say this, but could be a better singer than Freddie. And they do such great things on stage with, um, you know, I mean, you've got the other two there. What are their names? Well, <laughs> Brian, right now. Brian, Brian May is the guitar yeah, player. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't remember the bass player. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, they condone it. They, they love him. They love the experience, and they actually like Adam Lambert duets with Freddie Mercury at times where they're sing- like they'll have Freddie and then they'll have Adam live, and you're just like, oh, this is mind blowing. This is the best concert I've ever been to. Really? Sorry, and as far as biopics go, if the people that are involved, like it needs to be run by someone else. For instance, I don't think Madonna's biopic is going to be good because she's in charge of it. Yeah, Julio. Garner from Ozark is going to be playing her. I, I I can't remember one biopic I've seen where I was comfortable with who the who who is being portrayed. What about did you see Joaquin Phoenix as Johnny Cash? Boy, that was upsetting to me. Was it? it I didn't it, like Reese Witherspoon in it, but I did like. I thought he was all right. Uh, Reese is. Uh, not to um, slam her, but Reese is too pretty for that role. She's not gritty enough. She doesn't have the teeth in the mouth that, yeah. that, that, that she had. Um, but she does have the vivacious energy, if, if that's the, yeah. the right thing. But I didn't like him as Johnny Cash at all. And you, you know didn't. who else I didn't like? Um, and this goes back to the Elvis thing, is the guys that were playing the musicians in the 50s, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, Elvis, and a few other guys. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's been so long since I've seen that. And uh, Ross actually sent me um, a sheet from, what was this from, Ross? Oh, Parade Magazine. Parade? Are you kidding me? It comes up around the horn once again. And it's Come a, on. It's a Fine, list. He's a 55, it's Ross. No, he's like a 65-year-old man. He is. Yeah, he Parade. reads. I, I bet when he gets the Sunday paper, he opens that up and reads it first while sipping his coffee on the veranda. 
not far off. It's not first, but I organized the paper and how I'm going to read it. Don, listen to this. Nine yeah. people that have played Elvis. Kurt Russell played Elvis. Uh, Jack White played Elvis. He did? I don't know who Michael Shannon is. He, he, oh, my uh, God. I love uh, him. Jack White played it in Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, which oh, was a spoof. Okay. Yeah, a spoof. Yeah. Michael Shannon. How would how would I know Michael Shannon? I've never he heard was, of him. He was in Boardwalk Empire. He played the FBI agent. Did you watch Boardwalk Empire? No, oh, okay. I didn't. It's no. really good. You should check it out. It's about gangsters in the 20s. Uh, it's got what's-his-name in it. Um, uh, who, who's the little guy yep. in uh, um, Big Lebowski? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, him. his teeth aren't great. What is yeah. his name? He, he played on. Donnie in Big Lebowski. Yeah. Shut What's the F up, Donnie. You're, you're out of your up. element. Um, David Keith in a movie called Heartbreak Hotel from 88. Don is that John Johnson. Goodman? Wait, who are we talking about? We're ta- okay, so John Goodman, Jeff Daniels. No, um, no, 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 no Jeff his Dan- Not Jeff Daniels, no, sorry. Um, whatever so his he name was the was. star of Boardwalk Empire, and his teeth aren't great. I don't want to say. Things God. about people's use your internet, Ross. Come on, that's okay. why we that's why we need John here because John's always on the Google boardwalk. Okay, go on. Uh, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Thank you. Thank you. Buscemi. <laughs> Great actor, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Don Johnson in 1981, Elvis and the Beauty Queen. Can you imagine Don Johnson? No. Tyler Hilton. Who the hell is that? Harris's brother. Oh, 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 this is who played this is who played Elvis in that Walk the Line movie. And not even recognizable. The very strange Harvey Keitel played Elvis. What? In a movie called from 98 Finding Graceland. He plays a wisdom yielding hitchhiker claiming to be Elvis on a journey oh. to Memphis. Val Kilmer? Yeah. True Romance. Yeah. What a great movie. 93? Or, no, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right, 93. I've seen that movie. I don't remember that scene. And then somebody named Bruce Campbell. Stop it. Bruce Campbell did play Elvis. Don't say you don't know who Bruce Campbell is. Evil Dead. No. Evil Dead 2. I don't do those. Army of Darkness. Those are all scary. No, I don't watch scary stuff. Um... Elvis Campbell joins forces with a black John F. Kennedy. Yeah. Um, oh, it was that movie, the comedy horror flick, Bubba Hotel. Yes. Which everybody said was hilarious and It fun. is good. Yeah, yeah. it's funny. It is good. Yeah. I've never seen that one. Uh, but yeah, biopics in general, I can't do them. I, I, I can't see past the actor. Mm, yeah, I understand. What's the best one you've seen? Biopic. Um, I really liked the... Um, Elton John one. Rocket Man. Rocket Man. I thought that guy was great. Really? I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's the best. I just, off the top of my head. Right Should now. we doing, be doing biopics about people that are still alive? Well, that's why I was going to ask if Lincoln counts. I think Lincoln was, was one of the most fantastic oh, sure. movies yeah, I've Daniel ever seen. Day Lewis, right? Okay, okay, that's a good point. Enough time has passed where, right. We don't know what he sounded like. <laughs> right, right. And that was really good. Well, um, unless you guys want to talk about dumpster food. Uh, no. Let's uh, save that. That'll be relevant <laughs> yeah. anytime. Save it for John. Yeah, because I do have a lot to say, good and bad things about dumpster food. Okay. Uh, anyway, thank you very much, Don, for answering all of our questions. And thanks for joining us on the Krabby Coffee Shop. Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcast.